Quite the Thing Media, we aim to bring you the best podcasts produced by independent creators, made without constraints. Hi everybody, welcome to Quite the Interview from Quite the Thing Media, where we speak to independent podcasters, creators, industry leaders, creative thinkers and anybody in between, really letting them tell their story without constraints. And today, joining me is Brian from Bicoastal Boozecast. How are you, mate? Excellent. Uh, it's good to be here. Looking forward to it all week. It's going to be great. Oh, you've been looking forward to it all week. That's 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 nice. It's very, very simple. Uh, the, the basis is eight questions. Well, it is kind of ten, because the first question is sort of three wrapped into one. And I suppose that's the best place to start, Brian. So tell us a little bit about your podcast. What is it? How did it come about? And how long have you been going? Sure. Yeah, it's uh, by Coastal Boozecast, which is the two coasts on the US. So Tom, my co-host, is out on the East Coast in Connecticut. And I'm on the West Coast uh, in Seattle. And uh, he and I had uh, reconnected after a few years. And it just so happens that uh, independently, we're both kind of thinking about starting a podcast or something creative and it just kind of all came together. And, uh, at that point, uh, we came up with like three different concepts. The first is the bicoastal idea, which, uh, we had kind of thought might evolve, but we hardly talk about the, the differences between the East coast and West coast. We kind of thought that that might be a thing and it is still is, uh, the second thing is, uh, we wanted to involve alcohol. <laughs> good, well, yeah, good man. Yeah, so so we uh, uh, tried to do a bit of a different direction in that we paired cocktails with a theme. Okay. So, you know, if you're going to, uh, our second episode, for example, is James Bond. So what do you have to have with James Bond? Shaking not stop. <laughs> exactly. You got Well, martinis, right? So, yeah, so yeah. We, uh, we, you know, that, that's the kind of things we, we pair the cocktail with a theme. And that has been... Uh, our show and we pick a topic and it's a different topic every week, uh, which uh, has been a little rough trying to pick up listeners because every topic is different, right? It's, you know, we don't expect that a lot of people will follow us all the way through, you know, episode by episode, although we owe for that. Um, but uh, yeah, we, we've chosen a very unique genre, which is the two dudes drinking, trying to make people laugh genre. You know, it's a totally new idea in podcasting. Nobody's ever thought of that ever. <laughs> How long have you been going then? Is it? Uh, I think. Yeah, our, our first episode was uh, March nine, if I'm not mistaken. So we're 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 still still babies, still out of the you know right out of the gate. It's been what three months? About three months thereabouts. So yeah, yeah pretty new to the game. And you did mention that that bouncing about topics. So you don't particularly have a niche, um, which. I do a podcast as well, another one that doesn't particularly have a, a niche either. I've spoke to a couple of podcasters that are very niche, like National Treasure Hunt, where they yeah. solely focus on the National Treasure Hunt film series with Nicolas Cage. So very, very specific. Yeah. Did you did you think about doing something like that? Did you think about having a niche yes. and then decide against it and just do what you're doing just now? That's correct. One thousand percent. Um the the challenge that Tom and I have is that we are 
Uh, and I, I guess that's kind of going back to the bicoastal thing is that we are kind of different worlds in that. Uh, I don't know that we have anything that we would agree upon outside of politics, which I want to come back to that topic in a second, uh, that um, we can consider ourselves experts on. Like we're not true crime experts by any means, which is another genre that's out there. So yeah, we had discussed quite kind of at length about, you know, honing in on something very, very specific and becoming niche, which might still happen. Uh, there's some evolutions that have happened for us as well. And that might still happen. But yeah, we, we talked about the ups and downsides of doing that. And we're very well aware of the fact that being a generalist is, it's a tough grind and it has been. So, yeah. I suppose then that you've mentioned, that I'm going to reorder the questions a little bit. This would normally be question number three, but um, I'll come to it now. How's your podcast changed or evolved then? Because you sort of hinted at it there, even though you're only 10 episodes in, you think you have evolved a little bit. So tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. Uh, there have been two different major evolutions for us. The first is with audio quality. Um, <laughs> like, uh, and I'm sh- I, I, that's probably pretty common. You know, I'm sure there are a lot of podcasts out there that struggle with, uh, especially if they're not like audio visual adept, as it were. Uh, but uh, we laser focused in on ensuring that the audio quality, which includes investing in the right equipment, recording the right environment, Hopefully I'm coming in loud and clear with what I'm doing here because this is where I record for everything. Uh, Editing, right? Making sure that the editing comes out right and the recording methodology and software, you know, because one of the things that we do is we record uh, each one of us, Brian and Tom, have our own edit stream, our own uh, uh, soundtrack, which has led to us having a lot more ability to like, get rid of the ums and and do our best to like make it flow better so the that's that's been the first evolution which is audio the second evolution actually hasn't been published yet which is what has become a challenge is finding cocktails that fit along with whatever topic that we're doing so starting with episode 12 tom and i are actually becoming mixed well tom's more of a mixologist than i am but we're starting to make our own drinks with their own names and, and everything. So, uh, and I, I, and, and again, I'm not saying that that's groundbreaking. I, I know of at least two other podcasts that do that same thing. They have like this, you know, uh, uh, cocktail that they create based on what they're doing. But now we're really, you know, making our, I'd, I'd like to make up like our own cocktail menu that people can go to stuff like that over, uh, over time. So yeah, that's what, that's what, that's how we've evolved is we're making our own drinks now. Yeah, man, that's a pretty, unique and cool idea i've never heard of that before if you could have i suppose over time you could have your own web page you could create a menu x y and z so there's there's definite room for growth there yeah we can only hope hi that's it i think you're the only person so far that has um mentioned when editing you've both do you both edit your own track individually and then bring them together or no, Tom, uh, coming into this, Tom was the more uh, audiovisual person. Um, I've had to learn as I go. And I was, I'll give credit to Tom. That was really his recommendation. Um, and what we do now is rather than the editing falling upon one person, um, he will do the, he will edit the odd numbered episodes and I edit the even numbered episodes. Right, okay. So each week we switch off, which uh, has allowed for us to release weekly. Uh, both of us being kind of busy individuals, as it were, 
with uh, whatever we're doing. Um, but yeah, that's, that's really helping. It allows for you to like, uh, our podcast, another thing too, uh, which we will humbly admit is that we do almost zero planning <laughs> and it's very conversational. And, and when you have a natural conversation, you're naturally going to end up interrupting each other from time to time, especially when I want to say something that I think is funny. Hey, we'll let the audience judge for that. But, um, what I can do or what Tom can do is, if I interrupt him, uh, we can silence my interruption, especially if it comes to nothing and vice versa. So it allows for us to have a more, um, uh, a, a good flowing episode because I know a lot of podcasts also, sorry, I, uh, I'll wrap this up in a minute here, but, uh, I know a lot of podcasts, they, they keep their mics off, but we want people to be able to hear us drink. <laughs> Right, okay. Yeah, so, fair enough. So so we leave the mics open and that leads to sometimes and it doesn't happen too often, but it allows for us to have a, a more flowing episode. It takes a little more time on the back end to edit that stuff, but I've found that uh leads to some really naturally flowing uh episodes. Yeah, but I would I would always prefer to have both microphones on or three microphones on if people are if you're having that more natural conversation, it maybe is a little bit different and Certain yeah. situations where people can turn off and sit back and let others get on with things by themselves. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think that's a not bad way to do things. And that's a a decent tip is if both co-hosts and producers can edit to share that job because it can become a little bit, can wear you down a little bit if you're doing oh, it yeah, by no yourself. Yeah. So yeah, splitting the workload um, is, is a great idea. What was the first podcast that you listened to? Um, for me, uh, I, I'm in the uh, IT industry here in the States. And um, the first one that I listened to was, I believe, Virtually Speaking. If it wasn't the first one, it was the first one I really kind of followed each episode, um, which is a podcast from a, a company called VMware, which I don't know how. They are international, so a lot of people probably are aware of VMware. And what was it? just because it was in your area of expertise that you sort of fell upon it or did somebody point you towards it? How did you find it? And how did you find podcasts in, in general? Yeah, uh, it was, it was recommended, recommended by a friend of mine and, and yes, uh, it has to do with, um, you know, uh, it, it, I like podcasts that teach you something, which, uh, <laughs> tell what I try to do as, as much as we can based on whatever topic we're doing, like our, uh, uh, our pyramid schemes episode has, I think, some good nuggets of info. But, but yeah, it has to do with the fact that it augments my knowledge, and uh, it was the first one that I really followed. In that, uh, my podcast sort of experience really is, uh, I, I try to stay in the best shape as I can, try to maintain this, you know, Greek godlike body uh, the best I can. Uh, and I do bike riding for that. And I go on these bike trails away from traffic and I just, that's how I, I do my, that's how I get my podcast on. Yeah, so. for sure. Would you offer any advice for anyone looking to get into podcasting? A lot of people have said, and it's one thing that I agree with is just do it, just go for it. Yeah. You get any advice sort of over and above the actually taking the first step? Yeah. Uh, well, I'm, I'm going to play uh, the humble card a bit in that we we haven't really been in the game too long. You know, it's not like, uh, well, year six. Yeah, yeah. 
you know, <laughs> so, so, uh, you know, being in the game, like three months, it's kind of too difficult to like say with any sort of evidence based or, uh, authority like advice. But what I, well, I'll turn this into is like Tom and I create a podcast that, uh, are, it's a podcast that's based on what we like to hear. And, um, I would say that out the the audio concentrate on the audio. I think that's a big thing. Um, I and do your best to to do that. Once we sat down and uh, for for me, for example, not being a big audio person, I spent. Uh, it doesn't take too long to figure out all the settings that you have available on your mic and do mic checks. You know, like I spent some time with Audacity, which is free, um, and this is me like doing this on my own figuring out all of the settings on my mic which i use the 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 blue the yeti blue uh you know figuring out all the settings trying all of them out because there are a bunch of different it's an omnidirectional mic so you can try to tweak that and spending some time ensuring that the mic works getting rid of the echoes ensuring that your environment is right you know using the right software for that so you know concentrate on that audio the best you can and the second thing as far as like uh, what Tom and I like to hear and what we try to do in our podcast is number one, know that somebody is listening. And I know that sounds obvious and know your audience and try to speak to them and connect to them uh, as best you can and be aware that, that they're in it. If you're going to say a joke, make sure your audience is in on the joke. And I, I, I would, I'm not, I'm not going to bash any podcast while I'm on here, but I will say that over the years of listening to podcasts, I've listened to podcasts where there are just a bunch of people around who record them talking about whatever. They don't edit it. They don't concentrate on the audio. You know, they have inside jokes that I'm not a part of, which is very alienating. Uh, and then they put it out there without any sort of changes or anything. And, you know, if they have, you know, 5,000 downloads after a few months or they they get a lot of response to that i there's not that's a thing people do that all the time sure uh but as far as like uh having a podcast that has a modicum of professionalism i guess uh we try to do our best to have the, the, the good and proper audio and we try to connect with the audience as best we can i don't know if that's i hope that's good that's uh tip that I would agree with as well is to try to get the audio as, as good as you can. I'm the, yeah. in the same boat as you. I, I was not an audio technician in inverted commas when I started, but YouTube tutorials, Google, you can find out things that you can get. Module change or macros, which if you've never heard of, they sound pretty scary, but it just saves time. You know, you set it up, you run your audio through it, it cleans it up a little bit. And it does make a difference when you sort of release that. What other podcasts do you admire then, Brian? You sort of hinted at the kind of stuff you you enjoy and what you don't particularly like, but is there anything out there you admire at the moment? Yeah, any podcast that uh, talks about politics. Uh, and the reason why is because um, here in, uh, in the U.S., uh, it is still a thing to where if a potential employer does not like your opinion, they won't hire you and you'll never know that you weren't hired for that reason. Right. So Tom and I in particular have 
actively stayed away from talking about politics. That's another choice too. I mean, every once in a while we do touch upon political topics, but we really keep that to a minimum and stay away from it because we want our podcast to be a reprieve from politics. But I have a lot of opinions I'd love to express and I don't want to talk about my political stance as it were, but I don't because of that reason, because of the, the whole risk to career and otherwise. So I, I, uh, I, that's, so that's why I admire podcasts that just get into that genre and and whatnot. If I, you know, was going to do podcasting for a living, it would probably be one where I could just like state my opinion on whatever and not worry about it. But uh, I still need to worry about the longevity of being employed as it were. Well, that is one of the things that I can get behind with trying to start our network. One of the three things that we're not going to cover in the network, politics, religion, yeah. and sport, because I already work for a sports network and we didn't want to start up a new. Oh, wow. Thing. The sports one. That's, yeah. that's a new one on me because like in, in the US, people are all about their sports. Oh, we are here as well. Like, yeah. I've, I work for a, a top 100 Patreon network for three or four years before starting yeah. this venture but it was very much sports-based, so I didn't want to start this and go into either direct or indirect competition with oh, almost, yeah. my, almost my employer at the moment. I get paid a little bit of money for producing shows for Heart and Hand Rangers podcast, which is all about soccer or football. So mm-hmm. that's the only reason that we don't do that. I would love to do it, but it was a, it was a yeah. choice at the beginning. And politics, religion, and mental health, because although I am very much an advocate for mental health. My full-time job is working in the mental health sector. So I couldn't, I didn't want to take that on as well. So I was working full-time Got it. Yeah. in the mental health sector then, coming home and dealing with the mental health side of things on the network either. So that's the sort of four things that we decided not to cover. But I suppose yeah. it is a little bit different in America than it is over here. I wouldn't be adverse. I've shared political opinions quite openly on other podcasts, but yeah. I don't think it has the impact over here that it may, as it sounds yeah. like it does in America, man. Yeah. So that is, is that something that, again, on your podcast, you are aware of what you are yeah. putting out there into a public forum, basically, keeping yeah. an eye on what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah. And that's part of that part of the editing process too. Well, it's part of the, what we say process and also part of the editing process. And, you know, we, 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 again, stay away from politics because, well, the other reason we stay away from politics, is we don't want to alienate our viewers after being around for three months. (laughs) You know what I mean? And we don't talk about sports because we don't know anything about, well, I know how, I know, like I played football and, and baseball and whatnot growing up. So I know how sports work. I just, it just hasn't been something that's uh, been an interest in my life, but mm-hmm. um, just uh, to talk about the mental health uh, aspect of it um, here in the U S I guess something that I think has been good is that more and more people are being a lot more understanding and empathetic about yes. mental health. Uh, and I don't know if that's a worldwide phenomenon. I hope so. But here in the U.S., like a lot of companies are are really concentrating on uh, what's called the work life balance here. Yes, and and they the you know like people sanity days are a thing now. 
um, stuff like that. So, I mean, I know that's tip of the iceberg stuff, but I think that's kind of a good thing that's happening here anyway. Yeah, every little helps, man. And like I said, I work with a, a lot of individuals with mental health difficulties throughout the day and I support them as best I can. I just wanted to stay away from it on the network. There are mm-hmm. lots of podcasts out there and stuff like that that are doing a great job. And I wish them luck. We are just not going to be sort of a, a network that includes that at the moment. We might expand. We never know. Moving on a little bit off the beaten track then, Brian. Yep. If you could go back to one point in your life when you were younger and speak to your younger self, when would you go to and what would you say to yourself? Yeah, I don't I don't know if this is a cliche answer or not, but the, this is the answer I'm going to give. I would go back to my 16-year-old self working at McDonald's. And I would say, invest in every possible tech stock that you possibly can so you can retire at 30. <laughs> right, okay. No, that is not... Uh, I thought What I thought you were going to say there was go back to your 16-year-old <laughs> self and say everything's going to be fine because that... Well, that been, too, yeah. That has been that pretty too. common, but yeah. nobody's went down that line. Um, I like that, yeah. Just invest in tech and just yeah. sit back and relax, man. Yep. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah, makes sense. Makes complete sense. If you were to get somebody onto your podcast to interview, which famous person would you like to have that conversation with? Oh, man. Um, I thought, uh, I guess I probably should have thought more about this coming into this. And <laughs> I, maybe I should have prepped for this one. But uh, does this person have to be alive? Uh, no, we've been asked that. Um before the way podcast Bob um, from 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 yeah. there had asked, so no, this can be anybody, anybody in history that you fancy a chat with. Person I keep coming back to is Christopher Hitchens. Right, okay. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm a big uh, Russian lit person, so I at first I might say Dostoevsky, but no, I I wanna, I would, I would love to interview Christopher Hitchens, and I'm sure he would probably uh, tear me apart. But and- love that guy. So, so you're you're a fan of the um, Christopher Hitchens. Mm-hmm. His views were very. It was it was his way, you know, like with the, especially with the atheism side yeah. of of things, which I I'm one hundred percent an atheist myself. Um, but coming from America, I think it's slightly different over over the pond. Yeah, I don't know particularly. I don't know the stats, but it's not. Um, religion, I think, plays a bigger part in a lot of people's life in America than it maybe does over here. So that was interesting from yourself. Um, are you? Is that just part of the industry you're in, and just as a person, you're very openly atheist, and that's sort of your bag, and you're you're okay with that. Whereas Good questions, yeah, we're we're talking about all the things that uh, are we we both agreed were things that we usually stay away from. But hey, yeah, <laughs> let's let's just keep going. Yeah, yeah, go for it, man. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, uh, I I am not uh, openly atheist, quite honestly, for a lot of the reasons that uh, we talked about previously. I and mean, it's something that something that uh, I can talk about with my friends, but it's not something I put out there. Uh, for the same reasons as with politics, right? Right. Because okay. it's, it's divisive and everything. So, see, it's very yeah. much here in the UK. It's kind of the opposite way about. Like, if you're like openly religious, yes, you kind of yeah. get pelters like, "Well, that's silly," if you want to call it that, which I do at times. Um, right. So yeah, there's a there's a bit of a reverse there, I suppose, with 
um, just I suppose geography where we. Yeah, I, I have things, read that absolutely, hundred percent. Yeah, like uh, there's a cartoon I saw where it was like the opposite as it is in America, where it, you have people who are uh, evangelizing, like on a subway, uh-huh. and uh you know people are like praising that or whatever and then they had like in the uk somebody doing it and they're like throwing tomatoes at him right so <laughs> basically yeah if, yeah if somebody is doing like you says that sort of um grandiose speeches right. out in the open they will get called mm-hmm. a fucking idiot like i'm not going to put a fine point right. on it they will get pelters as we would call it over here for yeah. for doing so so it's just a different Different world, different world, right? Yeah, we're going to wrap it up, Brian. With sure. Sort of, where can people find you, and sort of, what is your favorite episode of the ten so far that you would point people towards to give them the best sort of overarching view of what it is you do? Yeah. So uh, uh, on the Twitter, we're at uh, at BC Boozecast. Uh, our website is bicoastalboozecast.buzzsprout.com. And I would say, I was thinking about this long and hard because every single one of our episodes just deliver super awesome quality. Yeah, you know, they laugh like the, riot yeah. every time. But no, uh, I I would say that it's episode nine, which is the um, uh, MLM and uh, pyramid schemes. We talk about that and really how to avoid those. And uh, we have a drink that's related called the inverted pyramid, which is a type of martini, as it were. Right, okay. And uh yeah, there that's uh that would be it. Right, okay. What I'll do is I will put your Twitter and your uh, website into the show notes so people can easily click them. I'll also link people up if they are on Apple, just a direct link to your um, show on Apple as well. So that's all pretty simple stuff. All that's left to do, mate, is to say thanks for coming on and letting us into a little bit of background about yourself uh, and your podcast so thanks very much yeah absolutely it's been a pleasure right guys go and check out by coastal booze cast right now and we will speak to you soon thanks at quite the thing media we aim to bring you the best podcasts produced by independent creators made without constraints 